Hey, this is Coach Nick. And this is Dr. J. Host of the Free to Be You show, broadcasting live each week on Mondays from 8 to 10 on FBRN Studios in Beverly, Texas. Log on to hear coaching and counseling from many different areas of life. Listen, we laugh, we joke, we cry, but it's all for the sake of empowering us. So be sure to log on each week on Monday at 8 p.m. to catch the Free to Be You show. Jump in. Jump in. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Thank you for joining us for another session of Free to Be You, uh, myself and Dr. J tonight. Listen, we have some very important ladies um, on our panel tonight, and we're going to try to act good because I feel a clown in our spirit. We're going to try to give y'all the information needed before we go there, right? Um, listen, right before we go where we need to be, um, I am going to give us just a couple of minutes to kind of introduce ourselves, say who we are. Uh, tonight, we are talking about health and healing and who don't want to know about it right um, if you took the time to read some of my Facebook posts then you realize um, that we have someone in the building that is able and capable of telling us um, about our health and what we need and then we have someone in the building um, who has an amazing testimony but not only does she have an amazing testimony um, she's able to tell us a little bit about our mental health and what we need to do to make sure that we're better listen I am going to relinquish my stand at this moment and we will start to my right and let us introduce ourselves all right good evening everybody i am shandrea fincher also a minister member of the mount rose church whoop, whoop. <laughs> bishop jeffrey d thomas senior is my pastor and i am what else am i supposed to be saying who you are, what you do. I am. All right. Thank you. I am deaf. Hey, I want to make sure I'm obedient. <laughs> I am I am a licensed professional counselor. I am uh, definitely a specialist in mental health, as well as uh, founder, owner of Clarifications Therapy Solutions. Mm -hmm. So my uh, biggest thing is I combine God and therapy together because I do believe that you need both in order to survive. So that's what makes my method of counseling slash therapy, whatever you want to call it, that's what makes it different and set apart mm -hmm. is because I combine both um, outside of that also have funeral business background uh, was afforded to be chief of staff there for Golden Gate Funeral Home Dallas Fort Worth and Tallulah Louisiana so I'm just glad to be able to be used and to help other people that's pretty much who I am wife of Minister Kenneth A. Flat Fincher hey. <laughs> mother to four adult children hallelujah and one granddaughter Beautiful. All right, I got it. I got it. Hey, girl. It. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, everyone. I am Jamie Jordan. I am a kinesiologist at Methodist um, Dallas. Um, I am the fitness specialist for senior citizens. Um, I know everybody's like, senior citizens, she's too young to be senior. <laughs> That's the forgotten few. Um, I am one of the only ones um, that represent our kind um, there. Um, so I do that. I'm a professor at Dallas Baptist University of Kinesiology. Um, and I also um, have three beautiful children, 16, 7, and 4. Let me know if you want to borrow any of them. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so my husband's a tra traveling professor at Dallas Baptist University Marketing and Management. Um, this is something that I love to do. Um, it is a passion of mine to get as many people as I can healthy as possible um, and it just just take you to do physical activity you don't have to take you to have to do the gym or anything like that you can just walk and get healthy so we're gonna get right into it that's amazing I love hey, it yeah I you? love it who am I who are you I am um, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. excited 
um, a husband to anyway. I'm Dr. J, and uh, <laughs> it's three I'm women here, so I admonish you excited. to make sure that you fly right because <laughs> we got you. Well, anybody that knows me knows that uh, when it comes down to uh, the absolute lady, that mm -hmm. is my biggest um, mm -hmm. joy. Um, you know, I absolutely treat her right, so yeah, uh, I don't need to get jumped tonight because I got it. That's amazing. We're, we're, we're glad for you. Uh, Dr. J, y'all know me. I am uh, the senior pastor at the Empowerment Central Yay. Church there yeah. whoop, whoop. in sunny South Dallas. I'm excited Ooh. to be here tonight to be with my co-host and um, my baby. Anyway, um, so I'm excited to be here tonight so that we can try to help some people tonight. Definitely. What about you? What about me? I'm excited to be here to help some people too. Listen, you guys know who I am. I am, <laughs> I am Coach Nick, um, um, Christian counselor, um, certified um, um, life coach, certified life coach, certified brand coach. Um, listen, we are going, we are excited about getting in tonight. We're going to jump right in because I feel like we have some wonderful stories between the two of our guests and they are going to allow um, Dr. J and I to kind of interject a little bit here and there and say what it is that we think about what we ask them to come on and talk about, right? Listen, right ahead of that, two quick things. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to drop them um, in the comment section of our Facebook page. We mm -hmm. are checking them. Um, we will go back and answer all questions. Tonight is important, so make sure that you get in um, on your questions. Listen, Right ahead of starting with our show, um, what about taking a quick break? You think we should take a quick break? Absolutely. You think we should take a quick one? Absolutely. Listen, we'll be right back um, with you guys. Give us just a few minutes here, and we'll see you shortly.
One Day With You. That is KCJ. And uh, One Day With You. I, I like that song. I like it too. That's my first time hearing it, but I like it. I like yeah, it it's a really good, uh, really good song. Um, listen, we are back. Free to Be You podcast show. We are excited again. Uh, we are here and we are hanging out with some very intelligent, powerful women. And yeah. uh, we are uh, looking to glean from them today. And so we're going to start with Lady Jamie. Um, Come on, lady. And we want. <laughs> Come on, lady. Come on. Come on. So, question. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, good health. Um, what what would be a great definer or a definition of good health? Um, a great definer of good health would be you have all range of mobility, flexibility, endurance, cardiorespiratory, everything intact. Um, a lot of times we are, by statistics, we are the number one obese country. Did y'all know that? Mm-hmm. We are number one, period, in the country. So I, I took that and I ran with that. I said, why are we so, why are we here? Okay. <laughs> why are we so, um, so big, right? Why are we so unhealthy? And I did some more research and I said, okay, what does it look like in our community? Mm-hmm. It looks like in our community we have food deserts. We have um, we don't have uh, recreational um, issues. We ha- we have different things. We have no sidewalks. We have different environmental issues at hand, and that's what really considers our barrier of physical activity and physical health. Now, you know, you look at it, and um, a lot of times, like. Um the Whole Foods stores and all that is not necessarily in our neighborhoods. At all. Uh, and not to mention, are they not in our neighborhoods, but they're outpriced in our neighborhood for <laughs> Most our Most definitely. People. Most definitely. And so, um, you know, do I, do I go in here and spend $28 for one package, or do I go to Walmart and go pick up, you know, a bunch of cereal and some milk? That equals up to twenty eight dollars, right? And it lasts me a whole week versus right. this one meal versus the one meal. So you know that that the health portion of it seems to uh, take a back seat mm-hmm. because of finances a lot of times. Oh, for sure, yeah. most definitely, most definitely. Then you have in our community a lot of single mothers. So mm-hmm. I know that's my testimony. So when I was a single mother, if it didn't make sense, I, I didn't I didn't want it. Um, I would go to McDonald's. I'd go to Burger King. I'd go to the, mm-hmm. you know, different drive throughs That was easy. You know, I needed my son to be fed. I need to go back to work. Um, got cereal that's high in fructose, high mm-hmm. high in sugar, added sugar. Um, dyes, you know, the, uh, what is it, the Lunchables. That was, right. That's easy for us, right? Right. The pizza, that's easy for us. But Girl, I had wait to... Wait a minute. Lunchables not healthy? No. It's... It, no. Wow. No. It's so processed. Right on it is <laughs> processed. I was okay when she said, you know, the cereal. No. Like, okay. And they super high in sodium. It is super high in sodium. So again, in our communities, okay. we are the number one consumer of these things. We um, are. A lot I of times, we, <laughs> we don't see the healthy options. And if we do see the healthy opti- options they're expensive they are right. um and so i always say i always suggest make a meal that you can allow it to last mm-hmm. so like you can make spaghetti but it's whole grain you can for with turkey that lasts i grew up on spaghetti mm-hmm. like i know spaghetti with turkey right but so yeah. again i know it, oh what is y'all, this when i tell you we, is you have to change your palate a lot of times we are say it again i'm sorry 
So you, like, you said instead of using the regular <laughs> noodles, use whole grain. Whole grain. What does those even taste I like? I know. Honestly, it tastes good. You, you will be amazed. Question. Honestly, you will be amazed at what something tastes like with, mm-hmm. with sauce. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you'll be amazed. And then all of a sudden, your body is going to want to crave that. Mm-hmm. So if you start introducing new things to your diet, then you will say, oh, I'm, I want that. Your body is going to respond to that physiologically, mm-hmm. mentally, everything. You know, a lot of times we don't have the energy. It's what we put in our bodies. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I got so, a question oh for you. God. So what would you say to the person that is contemplating the $14 salad mm-hmm. versus seven tacos at uh, Jack in the Box for $14? <laughs> that's my husband, y'all. I'm just trying to be real. That's my husband. That, that he, he'll be, I bet he's online. Like, that's me. That's me. But I always say, look at it like this. I had to figure out what am I going to cook in a, in a hurry today, mm-hmm. you know, just to be mm-hmm. able to feed my children. So I said, okay, for a family of five, I have mm-hmm. a six foot two, 260 son, what? 14 size shoe. What am I going to feed him after school? Mm-hmm. So you immediately go to, oh, Lord, I'm going to have to get all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I simply went to the grocery store. Yes, it's a little bit expensive. Went to the grocery store, and I got whole grain bread, turkey uh, meat, made some turkey burgers. Put some good cheese on there and allow them to have sweet potato fries, and that's a whole meal. You're so, talking good. We so, even, so even if it's just, and I spent 20, let me look, 24.84. I remember that. For the family? For the family of five. So I it can be go shopping. So with it you. can be done. You just have to know how to how to right. discount. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you, you have to know how to shop. So of course, if you go in there and you hungry, you should never go to the to the grocery store when you're hungry because you're gonna just start getting just frivolous stuff. Frivolous stuff. Well, listen. Let me tell you something. Let me just, since you mentioned that, mm. um, you talk about not going to the grocery store hungry. Mm. But listen, if you go to the grocery store full, you don't pick up nothing. And then two days later, there ain't nothing in your house because you didn't grab anything. But we have to start um, choosing to cook. A lot of times, again, in our community, we don't cook. We don't. We don't do what? We don't cook. Mm-hmm. We don't cook. Don't do that on here. So, <laughs> so, so, a lot of, so a lot of the things, a lot of the problems that we have, we don't cook. And it's just, you know, that's how I grew up. You cook a meal. You don't just go out and buy something. Number one, we was a family of five. So we grew up in the hood in Pleasant Grove. Shout out to PG. Hey. Ooh. So I'm just saying. Um, we grew up in the hood. But my, but we weren't of the hood. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, again, we had to figure out what we was going to do. So a lot of times my mom and my dad introduced us to, to healthy eating. So just on a budget. Like anything could be done on a budget once you put your mind to it. Gotcha. So... Ooh. The continued box of chips at our house, and um, <laughs> everything I mean, can be like, done in chips And we it got bananas too, so does it that can be done in moderation. <laughs> and, and I tell people, yeah, right. I tell people in moderation. I'm not that type of person that go into someone's home and clear out their whole whole pantry. That's not that's not realistic. You know, we're human. We're gonna have cravings. You know what I'm saying? That's healthy. That's that's what we do. Um, but a lot of times we have to know what to crave and why we're craving that. So if you're just craving a lot of sodium, if you're craving a lot of sugar, it's a detox thing that you need to go through. You know, right? I um, um, was going through my program, so my nutritionist had me doing a bunch of stuff. And I, I go back into the office, and I'm thinking I'm doing great. And I'm mm-hmm. telling her, hey, listen, 
you know, for for lunch, man, I had a big old bowl of grapes and I had a couple of apples and uh, I had my protein shake. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, that didn't help you, Corey. That's sugar. Yeah, it's pure sugar. It's sugar. And I was like, wow. I said, so what am I supposed to do there? Yeah. If I can't eat fruit and, you know, do this, what am I supposed to do? And um, she was like, eat food. And so I was like, okay. Get your protein. Yes. If you're going to do your protein shake. Yes. But you got to do protein meat. Exactly. And so, um, and and she preferred me to do the meat more so than the vegetables. Yes. And I say, oh, okay. Because at Can one I- point, because I was taking Ozempic. Mm. And so I would, I would eat my vegetables and then I'd leave the meat. And she was like, you're doing no, it that's, backwards. Yes, that's your protein. That is the way that your muscles are going to recuperate. That is your muscles recovering. That's how your muscles grow. So if you don't have protein, that's how the good Lord has designed us to be, is to get everything that we need within the world, within the society that we live in. He has created meat. And it, has, it don't have to be beef. It doesn't have to it's just something that is lean, fish, chicken, something like that, right? Um, but you have to have protein in order for your, uh, for your body to be able to function correctly because once protein is broken down, it's energy. The Lord has designed for us to create our own energy. So if you don't eat, that's why you can become fatigued, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times that's why she told you that. Ooh. So it's a um, complex carbs, if you will. So like the starches, that's what you need, you know. Um, the simple carbs, that's not what you need. The candy, the potato chips, the, the stuff that we love, right? The stuff that we normally give our kids and then they want, you wonder why they go through like a... You know, they're, yeah. they're hunched sluggish. over, they're sluggish because that high has come down, right? Wow. So, yeah. yeah. You know, can I just say, you're doing an amazing job. Let yeah. me say that before. She's I talking say like that. Rudy V, but I mean, uh, it's okay. Listen, and she's always had that voice too. It's never going to, you know, can I just say, you're, you're doing so amazing. <laughs> but I'm sitting here, and you know, once you hear it, like, here we go, we Shandra, all you become accountable. And yeah. I'm sitting here so sad. Yeah. Like, Cause yeah. now, you know, you know, people eat stuff for struggle meals, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and they put pieces, them frozen pieces, <laughs> in the oven for struggle meals. But truth of the That's matter real. is, it's not a struggle meal That's for real. me. I love That's them frozen yeah. pieces. That's real. And so for you to sit here and say they not good, like yeah. don't worry, you know, don't clean worry them about up, it. Jamie. But clean it, them but up. But it's real, you know, Ooh, and, them and them. Go yeah. get rid of the lunchable. But it's a lot. Um, <laughs> statistics show that African American women are the most prone to heart Ooh. disease. Mm-hmm. And it's a silent killer. Yeah. Um, and personally, my mother is one. Mm-hmm. Healthy as healthy can be um, until the age of 71. She went into the hospital, almost lost her life. And the doctor came in and said, she has heart failure. And I'm thinking, what in the world? You know, where, where did this wow. come from? Mm-hmm. But going back, she had arrhythmias. She didn't oh. say anything. But mm-hmm. historically, as a black woman, we're known to push through. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I got mm-hmm. a got a knee problem. Now I got to push through mm-hmm. instead of going to the doctor. Oh, you know, I got chest pain. Now I'm just gonna push through because I got mm-hmm. these kids. That everybody depending on me. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to love on him. I got to do this. I got to do that. And you neglect yourself. You see that it's normal. You neglect yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You neglect yourself, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it goes into our mental health, right? Definitely does. Um, so a lot of times we, yeah. a lot of things are connected this and we had no idea that it was connected. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so if, even if you just do physical activity, 30 mm-hmm. minutes a day, y'all, 30 minutes a day, um, it can be broken down in increments of 15 and 15. Mm-hmm. You can get up in the morning and do a walk. 
You can mm-hmm. get, you know, you can before bed or bef- in the afternoon go for a walk. You can do 10, mm-hmm. 10, and 10. You don't have to realistically just do the whole 30. And I meet people where they are. Um, one thing I do um, at the hospital is bariatric appointments. And that's one thing I teach them. I'm going to meet you where you are. This is not a struggle of yours. It's a struggle of mine, too. Because your success is my success, right? And, again, it's majority of people of color. Um, so even if you just do moderate, uh, moderate intensity, mm-hmm. um, if you, you know, uh, five days a week, moderate intensity, just walking, make sure that you're walking, going somewhere. For example, um, the intensity, how hard you're going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, you're working out as though for a purpose, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and real quickly, because um, I really want to hear what you have to say. I'm so excited that you're here, <laughs> but I really want to get this out. Uh, intensity. So a lot of people walk and they walk and they walk and they say, hey, Jamie, I have not lost weight. I've hit a plateau, right? Mm-hmm. But your body is saying, I need introduce new stimuli, right? You have to progress some way. Um, so intensity. When you look at intensity, you look at how hard you're going to work out. So from a scale of 0 to 10, 0 to 4 is low intensity. That's senior citizens. That's just walking, right, mm-hmm. just to be healthy, okay? That's what my mother does. She's walking, you know, for cardiorespiratory issues. And then you look at 4 to 6, that's the moderate intensity. That's the sweet spot. That's when you're going to start seeing the weight loss. That's when you're going to start seeing the lean muscle, right? Um, and then, again, 6 to 10, that's your high intensity, that's your Zumba, that's your kickboxing, that's your mm. cycling, right? Um, but just your sweet spot is that four to six is moderate intensity. That's if someone calls you on the phone, you're able to call them, hey, how you doing? And hang up the phone, hey, because I'm breathing, I'm working mm-hmm. out. So only if you just do that amount, you're going to see t- some type of physiological adaptation. So I have a question. What do you say to the person who um, desires to work out? maybe used to work out but the the drive to work out they just can't find it um i always say remember your why um (laughs) remember your why um because you're not doing it just for you you're doing it for a legacy for your children you're Mm -hmm. doing a legacy for your wife Mm -hmm. um and i've always tell people remember you don't want to be a burden when you have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and you you on your on your bed of, mm-hmm. of affliction, right? You don't want to be a burden. So remember your why. Remember your children wow. are watching. Remember <laughs> your 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 you know friends are watching. People are watching you. And if you're in a public's eye, they're gonna see that man. He's doing this and he's doing that, or she's doing this and she's doing that, but she's not walking that. Mm-hmm. Um, worship to me is is taking care of your body. That's a form of my worship. So I may can't speak or may That's can't do stuff. a lot of things. I like that. But That's I promise good. you my form of worship is my body. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to disrespect my body. I'm not going to put anything in my body mm-hmm. that I shouldn't have. Um, and I'm not going to do that to my children um, or my husband. And I feel like people always say, man, you know, you're always helping your husband. I'm his helpmate. You know, I'm, I'm there to help show, him. But let me tell you I'm something. there to tell him, hey, you don't need that. Hey, no, nah, don't eat that. Mm-hmm. It's not out of hypocrisy. It's not. It's out of love. Mm-hmm. The Lord has placed me in this man's life for a reason. You know, be his helper. Don't be his crutch. Don't be his reason that he that that he's he's you know inferior or anything like that. You breathe life into that man. You know, um, but yeah, you have to understand. You have to understand that why. You have to oh, remember that something. why. And the help yeah, is Lord. not always the way they want it to be. You have to understand your why. Yeah. Ten times out of ten, it's not the way yeah. they want it yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's so funny that you keep mm-hmm. saying you have to understand their why, and we're moving. Uh, Dr. J busted out laughing. 
because I'm a coach, right? And so I'm, mm. I'm I'm normally in people's business, whether they mm. want me to or not. You know, um, I'm I'm that person. He often says, "Why don't you leave them people alone?" But if it's in you, it just comes it's out. You, yeah. And if you're a natural born leader, then that's sure. just what you do. You know. And if I see you in the wrong, then I'm gonna go to sleep tonight. So I'm gonna tell sure. you right now, whether you do it or not, it's your business. Sure. However, you keep saying. Um, remember your why it's because I instilled that in people from my angle hmm. from life coaching and branding and business coaching wow. and it's it, it, if you don't know your why you won't stay and so when yeah. you say remember your why you know I Chandra I but my why got to change because I yeah. my why is just to get a flat stomach. So I, I'm going to have to change right. my why. Yeah. If I, that, but that <laughs> can't you, say my why. But you know what? A lot I of people do. You know, a lot of people do do that. They are saying, you know, I just want to be fine for my boo. That's your right. why. No. That's your that why. That why not strong enough to but, keep me. Hey, I'm going to have to change I'm it. I'm telling you. Once once your husband starts, oh, I see. I see the change in your body. You're going to be all like, okay. I'm what? a little confident. Be okay. 40 pounds. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to start seeing, like, oh, your confidence is going to boost. You know, you're going to feed into Ooh. him. I'm telling you what I know. Okay, well, can you just start telling me right now you see the change and maybe it'll boost you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get us there. Don't, yes. don't come on here and act like I don't see you every single day. <laughs> I know that's you right. That come you, on. Do. you do. Uh, you do. You know, together. and in between. Mm-hmm. Our our health and and healing, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll get to the healing portion in just a minute. Um, is mm-hmm. is sometimes a mental fight mm-hmm. with stress and depression My God. Mm-hmm. Um, My that God. counteracts your why mm-hmm. um, or your ability to fight mm-hmm. for the why. Sure, mm-hmm. and so. Um, you know, when I was going through my program, I, I lost 88 pounds, Beautiful. and I was excited about it. I was really happy about it. Uh, all my clothes and stuff was fitting all baggy mm-hmm. and stuff and yeah. falling off of me. And um, then it was like, um, you know, friends hmm. dispersed. That was a hit. Um, mm-hmm. Financial issues hmm. came through. That was a hit. Hmm. Uh, my mother's health took a turn my for God. the worse. And then she died that November. My God. That was a shift. And so I had just come off of a year of wanting to commit suicide. Hmm. And so, like, all of that started making a play. Mm-hmm. And then I realized nearly six, seven months later that the 88 that I lost, I think I found probably 81 of them back. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, that, that mental uh, stability uh, causes you to no longer care. Yep. And it's like I just get to whatever I can get to, sure. you know, whenever I can get to sure. it, and it don't really matter. You know, we used to, um, while I was, you know, fighting to do better, we used to go to Jason's Deli, get mm-hmm. our salads and stuff yeah. on and, and be great and go to the house and uh, watch some TV until we pass out on the, on the couch. Sure. And then after a while, it wound up being... Man, I want a good greasy hamburger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the craving. Yeah. It's, want, it's the craving of, of, <laughs> of, 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 of the chicken by your yeah. Church. You want that instant? <laughs> yes, you want Around that instant. Um, you want the instant mm-hmm. result. Mm-hmm. And I always share with people um, in my consultations: there's no big fish in shallow water. Mm. You have to allow yourself to go into the deep. So a lot of times, when you think about it mental barrier that's the number one thing of um of unhealthiness mm-hmm. right and i know that she's going to get right into that but a lot of times with our weight we do we, we do self-inflicted i was a um, respiratory therapist for eight years 
and I went into a room and I had to tell this um, sweet couple, hey, you know, your husband has to get pulled off this ventilator. He's not going to make it. And that was depressing to me. Mm. And I heard the Holy Spirit say so, so, man, so loud. You can fight this, but you got to get on the preventative side, not the curative side. You got to get on the preventative side. And I decided at that moment, whatever it takes, I'm going to get people healthy as possible. Mm. But I've always seen um, the mental barrier. It's not that they don't want to do it. It's the fact that they don't think that they are worthy of it. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact like your self-efficacy comes into play. You, oh, I can't do that because nah, if I do that, nah, they're going to ask me why I do that. Nah, and then now the enemy is getting in your head. Mm-hmm. The enemy is telling oh, you, you're not now. You can be successful in this, but you can't be successful in this. How are you going to be this? And not like, no, nah, you can continue to allow the Lord to use you even with, with this journey, mm-hmm. you know, and that can be a part of your testimony. Um, but again, I always say you never you never know what the Lord has for you on the other side of depression, on the other side of on the other side. And that's just something that people have told me. Um, I struggle with that, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It, it's very hard. You lose friends. You know, um, Keisha, no, like I don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I say to myself, you know, and that's on purpose, you know, and that, that's a coping mechanism. But again, that's not healthy, right? You know, and I, I can help everybody else. Is she getting <laughs> No, I'm I ready. Can like, tag yes. me, like the funny. Come on, look. Come on, I'm gonna tag, I'm gonna tag you. Yeah, come on. No, 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 okay. no, no. Yeah, I'm, but I'm. Yeah, but all of that is 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 so crazy. How mm-hmm. she's saying that as much work as she do to prevent others, mm-hmm. yet and still there's a need from her. She still needs mm-hmm. something. Yep. And you can even tell in your tone. It will it will show up when you don't. It's like it acts up in yeah. public at the wrong time. Yeah, It's like, why would you show this to somebody? It's almost like that child. Like, didn't I tell you not to show out mm-hmm. when we? That's what it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does. It sticks. It rears its head. Yep. It does. We're going to jump in. but so, oh, Real yeah. quick. Can you share with the people... Um, and you may have already said it, but can you share with the people maybe three habits that they can use immediately uh, to start their journey for better health? Sure. Um, get up and move. That's all it's required of you. Um, sedentary is the new um, deadly disease, um, and that's just being sitting. Just, just get sitting. up and move. If If you have the ability to just stop, what you're doing, unplug. Um, again, we teach our children, stop looking at your tablets. Let's go outside and play. Get those kids outside and play. You go play with those children. See, go um, play You with go them. play with them. You know, you go play on. tag. You play, you know, red light, green light. I'm old school. You go out there. Yes. Um, but you have to be that example first. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. even if you just get up, that's easy. And mm-hmm. you just walk around your neighborhood. It's beautiful outside now. Just get up and walk. And walk with the purpose and continue to tell yourself that it is able you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above everything that you can ask like man man i'm man you it's, can it's do it. but no on a yeah it. on a serious note just get up and move um <laughs> and it's funny that that's all that's required of us as as believers just move just move and that's man. all you have to do listen hopefully y'all are getting something um from this i, I definitely 
uh, am. And uh, hopefully, you know, my co-host and wife was getting uh, something from it as well. <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel pity. I feel it coming. <laughs> I didn't even say nothing. I see it in your face. I didn't. Even, I wasn't going to say anything. You trying to see if I'm gonna start cooking? No. Yeah. See, nobody even said that. Nobody see, said nobody anything said, about cooking. The wonderful that. thing about you being with your husband is you know <laughs> Okay. It's okay, Dr. J. Keep talking. We good. You like my shirt? I ironed it. I do. You look very nice. I love it. I ironed it. Uh-huh. Love it looks it. nice. Mm-hmm. I got an iron. Um. <laughs> and here I thought it was going to be you. Listen, we're going to take a quick break mm-hmm. and uh, we will come right back. And you do not want to miss yes. this second yes. portion yes. because we're getting ready to take it to a different place. All right. Yes. We'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> Go. Go, 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 go
back we are back and that was lecrae with go hard was that go, go hard? hard go hard that was go hard i that's it because i've been really sure the name of the song <laughs> but i got it that's lecrae we go hard listen we hope that you have heard um about our health segment and know what it is um that we can do to be healthier i'm a little sad because when you know better you have to do better and so that means that i can't eat some of the stuff that i like to eat because my health is my wealth, and mm-hmm. I can't be a little fish because mm-hmm. little fish don't swim in big tanks. What you say? See, see there. What did you say? <laughs> Give it to me real quick. There's no big fish in shallow water. There's no big fish in shallow water. I, I knew I said it wrong, but that's okay. Listen, we are up to our next portion where we'll talk about healing. Um, um, uh, just a little backstory, and then I'm going to give it over to you and let you start talking. How about that? Because I know you got a lot of good stuff to tell us. Um, just a little backstory of when, I mean, I won't tell her story, um, but I will say their household men have hit and been blessed. Her husband is not here, uh, but their household has been hit and been blessed and been tried. I um, mean, so a lot of what you was talking about, she knows about because early on in marriage, they had to do. Now, I'm going to stop talking now because I don't know exactly where she's going and I don't want to step on anything she want to say. However, we are going to hear uh, from the Chandra Fincher. Um, at this oh, moment, you pronounce my name so good. I know. Ain't, ain't that your name? Girl? So professional. <laughs> I know, I know. And oftentimes oh. we're clowning on the phone, and nothing is professional about it. Um, so give me, give me something to say that I did. Listen, let's talk a little bit about. Why don't you start us off with your story? Definitely, let's yeah. talk mental health. First let's of all, it. let me just say thank you to both of you guys because May is Mental Health Month. It Awareness is mm-hmm. very important. It's always important, but it is definitely important this month okay so you'll see green everywhere Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's just hey but we want to embrace it when you see people hey cheer them on let them know yeah we're with you um so i appreciate that before i jump into what we're going to talk about the mental health side of it is Mm -hmm. miss jamie here god come on so before we got off the air she was speaking about how that she purposely keeps people out Mm-hmm. And she don't hang with people. And and if we are all honest, those of you that are live, those of you that are listening, 
us that are here. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. actually do that and we brag about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay because as you're keeping people out, you're also keeping people from coming in. Right. Mm-hmm. So your help is out there, mm-hmm. but because you've built a wall to keep people out, that's it. that same wall is serving to keep p- the people purpose, right? <laughs> from coming in. Mm-hmm. So even in your transparency, and I'm so appreciative of you even just giving us that little bit. All we need is a little bit. Oh, but just by you acknowledging that, it lets me know that you want to fix even just that small little portion. Oh, for sure. You know, um, nobody wants to be on an island by themselves. I don't know what you guys have been through, where you've been, and I'm not saying just you. I'm saying people that are listening. Yeah. You cannot go through life by yourself. Mm-hmm. You need somebody. Mm-hmm. So don't keep people out. I know, right? So you don't yeah. not get the help that you need, regardless of what kind of help it is. Don't keep people out. All right, I'm through with you. Okay, All right, now, <laughs> mental health. Ask me some questions. What you want to know? What we got going on? So here's what we want, really want to know, right? Because we talked from the um, the health side. Yes. And, know, and we know that we'll incorporate mental health, right? Definitely. But I really wanted to kind of give the people um, a look at um, – and what victory looked like mm. from mm-hmm. a healing standpoint. Definitely. Um, and, yeah. and so let's talk a bit about um, your journey, what you went through. I know whenever me and Dr. J was looking for somebody, I said, man, this is why um, she will be a great fit for this. Um, and although I get your expertise, I say, man, I remember when sis woke up and couldn't walk. Yeah. And so let's talk a bit about that journey and about what you led, you know, to here. We'll go from there. So one thing is people meet you in different seasons in your life. Yeah. Just so mm-hmm. happened she met me in the season where she was able to see that I woke up and couldn't walk. I go mm-hmm. into that. But way before that, mother, teenage mother, 15, mm-hmm. had another child nine months later, 16. Mm-hmm. It wasn't cute to be pregnant back then. Right. We were, we were shamed. Parents didn't want their children hanging around you. It was like a disease, like, hey, don't sit by her. You may catch that. You know what I mean? Mm. Go from that to raising children and having ovarian cancer. Mm. Struggled with that for four years. Trying to raise children. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. That was a lot. Okay? Get through that. God bless me with a husband. Here we go. Get checked up for a breast, you know. Boom. Got a little cancer going on in your breast. Let's just cut them down. I'm trying to get one thing done. You know, we're going to be honest. I'm just trying to get a reduction, not knowing that even in that, like, hey, we see this. Let's just, but we can just try to cut you down to fix the problem. Mm -hmm. Like, who knew? So it's like I'm trying to do what everybody is advertising. You turn 40, you get your mammogram. Mm -hmm. Boom. Okay. Now it's like another form of cancer. Like, come on now. Wow. I'm at church 24-7. If something That's is going right. on, we're there. Right. Mm-hmm. Serving in ministry. We're not exempt mm-hmm. from things that go on in life. We're not. But it's the way that you go through what you've been handed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Your integrity is what's on the line. Exactly. See, are you still going to serve God even though you've been struck with? Mm-hmm. Because people are watching. It's not always yes. that the trials that you're going through that is necessarily for you. You may be the only God that someone sees. That's so right. it's like, well, hey, if she can go through this and she still love God and she still stand up and clap yeah. and she's still serving and still checking mm-hmm. on other people, people still tug at you. They don't. It's not that they are being selfish, but they're still tugging on you. So right. you're still trying to serve others even while you're trying to just stay stable. Mm-hmm. 
mentally and physically yourself. Mm-hmm. Go through that. Okay. Then I get married. We got married in secret because we were leaders and, you know, it's like, hey, you need to make sure you're in a covenant. Don't just be out here just, you know, spending the night. Let's go on and, let's go on and get that together, okay? So we were going to get married in July. We wanted to do the 7 7 17. Psh, never seen it, okay? And before that, before the actual wedding, we had gotten married in March. Mm-hmm. But he goes to get a procedure done. He ends up having three heart attacks, wow. seven surgeries, coded for sepsis, died mm. for 11 minutes. And I'm like, now, Lord, <laughs> now, come on now. Mm. I know you didn't have me to marry this man and he going to die on me. Listen. Like, what you, like, come on now. This is me talking in the hallway out in the IC because they, they push you out the room when they right. bring the crash carts and right. stuff in. Like, I'm standing out there in a big T-shirt because it was nighttime. It was time to go to sleep. And he coded for 11 minutes. And it was just he and I there. And it's like, I went through this. I went through this. like you count up the cost. Mm-hmm. Now I got to go. Goes from that. He stays in the hospital over a month. Mm-hmm. Our house turns into a rehabilitation center, a living room full of stuff. We are at the kids, everybody, we all are ins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We checking pick lines, and he got yeah. tubes, and he got wow. TP, TP in the food, and right. it was a lot. Hmm. But still, even through that, believe it or not, people were still pulling. Yep. I got this going on. Can yep. I talk to you for a minute? Yep. Answer your phone when I call. Da-da-da. Because it was a need. And, you don't and even it. through all of that, you don't get to say, pause, mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Hold on, because when you give him a yes, it's a complete yes. Right. And you don't know what it's packed with, Mm -hmm. but you just know you saying yes. And so all of these things going on, it's like, okay, boom. Mm -hmm. God gets us through that. If you see him now, you wouldn't even believe it. Like God really has kept him, you know, thank God for that. But it was, see, that still wasn't enough. Have him a birthday party, and I love to dance, okay? I'm a line dance. That's that's me. Don't turn no music on, because me and my <laughs> kids, we're going to dance. Yeah. And we had had him a birthday party um, April 17th. It actually fell on his birthday. So we had danced and danced and danced. So I woke up the next morning for work, and I'm like, ooh, my legs is feel heavy. You know you know how legs feel sleep. I was like, ooh, I danced too much. Sat there for a minute. It's like, no, nah, I can't move. It's like, hey, Kenneth, like, I can't get up. He was like, what you mean you can't get up? You just, it's because you danced all night, you know? I was like, yeah, I think I did, but help me get up and go to the restroom. And I realized when he was helping me up, I was like, I can't walk. But I knew, and it goes again to who you're married to Mm -hmm. and your help. Mm -hmm. Even though we are the women and we're the weaker vessel, mm-hmm. sometimes spiritually we still carry our mates. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. I knew he wasn't strong enough for me to tell him I mm-hmm. can't walk. Right. Hmm. So I had to kind of water it down just enough for him to get me to the doctor. But I knew something was wrong. I just couldn't tell him. I said, okay. Take me to the doctor. Let's just go to the emergency. You know, I think my legs, you know, it feel kind of tingly. But I knew, like, I knew, I was like, I cannot walk. Get to the emergency. I'm telling the man, like, sir, please just let me go home. Like, I'm a, I do whatever you tell me to do. I exercise. <laughs> I won't dance on my heels. Nothing. He was like, ma'am, you can't, you, if you can't get up and walk, you can't go home. 
And it was at that moment that my husband heard that. I was like, yeah, this now. Then it went from me not remembering why I was there. I'm now trying to make sure yeah. he's okay mentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you're a helper, that's it. You are always a helper. That's yeah. it. And so my my focus went from what are they gonna do to me? Where am I gonna? You know what are we gonna do? To you okay? Are you sure? Yep. Uh, it's okay. Don't worry. You know I'm gonna be all right. Like yep. we just gonna let them do what they do. And then you come pick me up tomorrow and. That wasn't sitting right with him. His face, his countenance had changed. Stayed in the hospital a little over a week. They didn't know what was wrong. I didn't know either. It's like, well, maybe you had a seizure in your sleep. Like, I don't know. We did the test for that. Nothing comes back. It's like, okay, well, maybe you had a mild stroke. Like, what's going on? Like, are you stressed out? I'm like, mm-mm, I ain't stressed yeah. out. Okay, well, we need to do a lumbar. So they do the mm-hmm. lumbar puncture, you know, awake. Yeah. <laughs> most painful thing I've ever had yes. nothing then it was like oh well you had a spinal stroke I was like a spinal stroke so I'm googling you know WebMD gonna right. they gonna kill you <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. so right. I'm like what's you know what is a spinal stroke and they're saying that people don't recover from this for six months and I was like mm-hmm. oh baby no like I cannot walk for six months like I gotta work like right. like the funeral home gonna be like what no uh-uh I'm at home. I'm in hiding because I was like, I can't even, I can't even let nobody know that I'm now at a point where I feel weak. <laughs> so I had not only had what they call a spinal stroke physically, my brain had one. Like it just froze. Not medically, but mm-hmm. as in the yeah. mental health realm, mm-hmm. it stopped. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is going on? And I'm starting to try to play what's going on. Like, okay. This, let's see, what is this? Did this cause it? Did this cause it? Nothing. So I go to a neurologist, and the neurologist is like this Indian gentleman, and he says, I, need you, I want you to go see a psychologist. I'm like, here he go. Baby, I don't need to go see no psychologist. I need to know why I can't walk. Like, why am I walking like this? Like, it was, it was something I'd never seen for myself. Mm-hmm. And I called and I told the the people because you know I'm gonna talk my way. I was like, mm-hmm. listen, they told me to call you guys, but um, I don't feel that I need a psychologist. Like I feel that everything mm-hmm. is okay. Like I work in mental health. I also work. In, I'm giving my mm-hmm. whole spiel. But do you, is this something that you guys can do over the phone to keep right. me from having to come in? Right. And the man said, well, before you even come in, for, as far as the consultation, before we need you to just write down the most five traumatic events that happened in your life. I was like, stroke again. Because I knew mm-hmm. once I went back, think about the five most traumatic things that happened in your life. He said, if you can't complete that list, you definitely need to come in. They will take you, just come in and walk like a walk in. Yeah. I couldn't finish the list. Five. The five most traumatic things that you dealt with. I could not get to three. I stopped at two because it was way too much. It was too much for me. And I was Mm. the person that experienced it. Never went to the appointment. They called back to follow up. I'm talking again, trying to talk my way out of it. I was like, nah, this not going, this, this, this just not how it's going to be. Like, nah, Mm. my husband experienced a death with his father. So we go to the funeral. I try to sit down, you know, get there before everybody get there. And I had to use the restroom in the middle of the service. I was like, God, dog, I didn't want nobody to see me. Mm. 
had to get up. So, of course, because people see me with this little, it's like, I'll help you, I'll help you. And I was just like, just please, like, no, like, just hurry up and get me out of here. Just, it was, it was a very humbling experience mm-hmm. because I was so used to people seeing me fly, I didn't want nobody to see me fall. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. had fallen because I couldn't right. walk. It wasn't the little strut. It wasn't, right. like, hey, mm-hmm. no. Nah. Right. It was step, <laughs> step. St- it it was very humbling. Okay, brought me way down, which mm-hmm. I needed to be humbled. Mm-hmm. And if we be honest, it's a lot of us. We we need to be humbled. That's mm-hmm. real. Okay, it was necessary. Get through all of that. So finally, when I'm getting ready to go, I was like, okay, I'm out now. People have seen me. They're asking questions. I'm gonna go ahead and go to church. Now, my pastor, thank God for him. That we, we, we believe in laying on of hands, we believe in anointing, yeah. all of that. And when he saw me, it was like, I didn't know this. I didn't know it was to this mm. magnitude. But he still hadn't bothered me. And I appreciate it because the spirit hadn't given him the unction to. Mm-hmm. But I sat in church and I was like, okay, let me get up. I'm going to help because I do help with the invitation to discipleship team. So I get up. I was like, I'm going to get up and go down for prayer. Like, oh, I don't want nobody to see me like this. That's the whole thing. When you're in these different bouts, you don't want nobody to see you like that. When really people need Need to to see see you you like that. Mm -hmm. They need so many people have said just me seeing you then. And now people seeing you now, it's like. Man, ain't no way in the world that will happen to you. But it did. But anyway, I'm sitting in church. Mm-hmm. And the spirit came to me just as clear as I'm talking to y'all and said, when you walk right, you're going to walk right. Mm. Wow. When I walk right in the spirit realm, then I'm going to walk right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew what it meant. I knew exactly what that meant. I tried to ignore it. I tried to suppress it. I knew what that meant, but because of disobedience Mm. and we think that because we don't take, we take long to do it, procrastination, and then we do it, that disobedience. No, that's still disobedience Mm -hmm. because when your parent or the authority says something, you do it immediately. Mm -hmm. And I knew what that meant. And I got on a journey to get it together. Mm -hmm. And what I did was I lost my grandmothers 11 months apart before that happened. And me working in funeral business, all I wanted to do was get it ready, get the body ready. Like, ooh, wait till y'all see grandma. Wait till y'all see my dear. Just wait, just wait. Never once stopped and sat in the grief. Never once did I sit Mm. in like, oh, I miss, of course I cried. But to actually sit in that emotion of this person is not coming back. They're, They're not. Like, you have to accept what has happened and not bargain and not be in denial and mm-hmm. all of those things. And when I realized all of that and let all of that settle with me, I said, that's what happened to me. My body turned on itself. They, to this day, they still have nothing on a medical record that says what happened to me. Mm. But wow. when I began to walk right, I started walking walk right. <laughs> and I messed around and went to Bible study one night. And the man of God, he's, you know, after Bible study ended, he shifted into something else. And I'm, I'm glad that shift happens. Mm-hmm. Okay? Shift happens. He walked that whole sanctuary. 
I'm sitting in the back with a cane because I had a cane. I went from a walker to a cane. I'm propped up on the cane, just minding my business. I'm like, he know he ain't coming back here. He know I can't walk. Like, don't go, you know, go on and skip around. over there. No. (laughs) He walked right on back there. And he pushed in my back. And, you know, I was like, ah, you know, because all of that was hurting. My spine, my, all of that. It was, you know. And he was pushing. He was like, just no surgery going on. You're not going to have surgery. You're going to walk. I mean, he was really ministering to me at that Bible study. His daughter was sitting next to me, who's my very good friend, more like my sister than my friend. And I told her he walked off and he's still singing and ministering. I said, Crystal, I said, I feel like I can walk. She was like, well, get up and walk. And I was like, no, maybe not. Got scared. Hmm. Knowing what God had already said. I was like, nah, Krista, I really think I can walk. She was like, well, walk. Like she really, you know, she was like, well, walk. I literally got up at Bible study and I was, he was walking out and I called his name and he looked and I started walking to him Mm. because I felt like I could walk and he walked me around the sanctuary. I was, I would, I wasn't at my normal pace, but I was walking Walking. Mm -hmm. without assistance, like immediately. But it was because mm, I mm, I was mm. walking right. I was walking yeah. right. And then I was able to walk right. And I'm, I believe to this day that if Ooh. I didn't get my walk together, my walk wouldn't have gotten together. Say it again. I'm dead serious. <laughs> when I, and, and let me tell you how God will always leave you with the thorn mm. just in case you forget. <laughs> Like, I can start doing something or thinking something the way that I'm not supposed to, and I start limping. Mm. It's like, don't forget. Don't don't forget I fixed your walk. Don't mess your walk up because I'm going to mess your walk up. Just, it was that clear. Like, let me me answer my husband in the wrong Mm. tone too many times. Because, you know, we can cut up as wives. Like, what are you, don't ask me the same thing again. Do it again. Baby, I get to like, ooh, my foot sleep. That's that thorn. Don't, rem- don't, mess- don't mess up your walk. Because I'm going to mess up your walk. And that's how God dealt with me regarding mental health. Regarding trying to bury stresses, Mm -hmm. not deal Mm -hmm. with and address personal Mm -hmm. traumas, Mm -hmm. childhood traumas, Mm -hmm. and everybody don't understand Mm -hmm. your traumas. Mm -hmm. And then once they do know your traumas, they will then try to trigger you with the traumas. So you have to even know who you can share your traumas and your triggers with. I share with you my trauma because I want you to know, Pastor Jay, like, look, this mm-hmm. is what I've gone through. So sometimes, mm-hmm. like, if you yell, I might jerk a little bit because that's that's trauma for me. Like, somebody mm-hmm. yelled at me, and it scared me, and it made me nervous. So I don't like when you do that. Now, that's why I'm sharing my trauma with you. Now, Jamie, I'm sharing with you that my trigger is, like, girl, if we somewhere and the guys that we with, if they yell and I kind of, like, shake a little bit, that's a trigger. That means I'm being triggered. It's not for Jamie to use the trigger against me. Mm-hmm. Jamie can't tell her friend, girl, just how, how you raise your voice, Elder. That's going to get her. Mm-hmm. Now, people that love you mm-hmm. don't provoke your triggers. Mm-hmm. They do everything they can to make sure that you're not in the track of your triggers. Right. I'm just saying. 
If you love me, protect me mm-hmm. when I'm present and when I'm not mm-hmm. with my traumas and with my triggers. You hear what I'm saying? I'm, yes. Because if I'm sharing with you a deep part, first of all, in this new time and season we're in, people have no loyalty. Mm. That's number one. They don't have mm-hmm. loyalty. You get mad and then you tell everybody's that business. That's not how it go. Not, not where I grew up. That's not how that, that that's, that's not what they do. We don't do that. Right. I don't care how we fall out. I'm not going to be pouring your tea. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. That's where we, we have a little boundary right there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mad at him, but, yeah, I'm not going below the belt. But I have shared with you my traumas is because it is exactly what the word says. It's traumatic. It can possibly send me back into mental ICU. Mm-hmm. Right. I can be to the point to where I can't respond. I can hear you, but I can't respond mentally. I can be sedated mentally. I can be in ICU. Mm-hmm. I can be in CCU. I can be stable. I can be where I can get visitors, mm-hmm. but you can't stay long because mm-hmm. I'm contagious because my mind is so contagious and what I'm dealing with that it may get on. It may overtake you <laughs> if you don't have on your protective gear, which is the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. That if you're not dressed right, you can catch it. I'd like to ask you a question. How do you, how do you combat suppression? Mm-hmm. Um, because we've become so great mm-hmm. at suppressing mm-hmm. trauma mm-hmm. and issues and our fights. Um, kind of a lot of times from the way we were raised, you know, get over it and people that couldn't handle mm-hmm. where we were. And so we've just learned to suppress it. How do you, how do you get past mm-hmm. your suppression? My first thing with, with suppression, first of all, before we even get to you suppressing what's going on, you asked her a question is, how can I be well? What do you consider to be well physically? Mm-hmm. Now, on the mental side, what I consider for you to be mentally healthy is, number one, you have to know that you have a problem. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Most times people don't even know that they have a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the second thing is, if you are suppressing something, you have to have two things. You need to have a person that you're connected to that's assigned to you. It don't have to be, it may not be your spouse or your significant other, but there is a person that God has assigned to every person's life that can hear me. You may have run them off, but they're assigned to your life for a reason. They can then see you drowning in this soil. And it's like, Corey, uh-uh, I know, like, mm-hmm. nah, bro, mm-hmm. you got to come up mm-hmm. out of that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to rush mm-hmm. you, but I ain't going to, I'm going to stay here till you get it together. Yeah. Like, we're going to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, just going to put on some clothes. But, right. like, bro, I'm going to just chill right here right. till you're ready. If you want to, if you don't want to talk, fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say, you got to have a person like that that's willing to, what we used to call, to tarry with you. Like, stick it out with me. Because the suppressing is because I don't want to face what I know is going on. Mm-hmm. I got to use myself, for example. That's all I like. I talk about myself. Like my pastor said, I talk about me because I know you don't want to talk about you. But I had to, I was suppressing, like, one grandmother passes away. She's on hospice, so we knew she was going to pass. Mm-hmm. My other grandmama just suddenly passes away. She was just at my house like a couple of days before. I had prayed for me because I had just had that surgery. She had, gets hospital-acquired COVID. She goes from a PCP mm-hmm. appointment, goes to the emergency room. You know how they say, go over here and get checked out. Right. 
Mm-hmm. The next day, she was unconscious. Like, what? What? Grandmama not what? <laughs> what you She was just over to the house. Like, what you mean? Next day, she, grandmama dead. So, again, it was this. Suppressing. I got to work. I got to get the body ready. I got to mm-hmm. make sure this. I got to make it pretty. I got to do this. I, 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 mm-hmm. And just crumbling at the root. Crumbling. And I told my husband, I'll never forget, that after the service, I said, I need to go to a mental hospital. He was like, you ain't going nowhere. I was like, no. I was like, I really need to go. Like, I was like, I'm not myself. Like, I think I'm, I think I've lost my mind. He was like, nah, no. you ain't going. You ain't going oh nowhere. God. And my husband is real mild, man. You know, he real <laughs> easy going. And but I could tell in his tone that he meant like you're not going. You're not going. <laughs> and it mm-hmm. wasn't that I'm not gonna let you go so you can get help, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna help you. He's like, look. You took care of me all that time. Like, I got you. Like, if you just need to lay there, just lay there. But you're okay. Like, you're going to be all right. But I ain't taking you to no hospital. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, he'll t- get take me somewhere. Or he'll have the kids. Mm-hmm. And my kids are very spiritually sane. They don't like to be, but they are. Every last one of them. And they would come in the room. It's like, what you doing? You laying down? What you doing laying down? You don't lay down at this time. That's my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, mama, you want some Chipotle? Mama, you you get what I'm saying? So God assigns angels mm-hmm. to your life. Mm-hmm. Whether you know who they are, we have to ask God, show me who my help is. And my help is not going to always agree with me. That. I mean, that's that, it. You know. But they're here to help. That. Mm-hmm. And what I learned with my daughter, she broke her ankle or leg. She broke something. And one thing that I learned that stuck with me and I use in this mental health journey is... Mm-hmm. It was broke. And when she got there, they broke it again. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I asked that man, I said, sir, why did you do this to my daughter? Like, she in pain. Why would you? He said, I had to break her foot again. Mm. Listen. Yeah. So the bone could align <laughs> mm-hmm. in the right way. Yeah. See, she broke it and it was just crack broke all in. But I had to break it again. And so it's what that said to me in the spirit realm, because that's how I hear God, that even when you're being broken, Mm -hmm. you have to be broken a certain way Mm -hmm. so that when you're healed and being healed, that the bone or the crack, it'll grow back together the right way. Mm -hmm. So you can't suppress it. You got to have you. I call it uh, uh, the military, call it a battle buddy. Yep. Like you don't come back. Without your buddy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we fighting together. Right. Bubba Gump, you on the floor. I'm and laying there with you. Yeah. Or I'm going to slang you across my shoulder and I'm going to run. And, but we battle buddies. That's and we it. have to be battle buddies in the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. So when Dr. J is suppressing his depression, <clears throat> when that grief is trying to overtake him, that he may be tired of hearing, Corey, now come on. Mm-hmm. come. Somebody else got to be like, say, bro, hmm. listen. You've been quiet. You ain't been posting. You normally post every day. Like, you ain't texting, said nothing funny. Like, you all right? And then if they don't answer, you got to be like her. Just pull up on them. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, baby, I got to lay my mm-hmm. eyes on you to make sure you okay. You ain't got to say nothing, but I had to come and check on you. You got to have people That's like it. that in your life mm-hmm. because you can get so deep in this yeah. depression, y'all. Mm-hmm. And we're coming mm-hmm. out of what we call 
seasonal depression. Yes. Mm-hmm. So people are very sad around October to no, to December. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're sad because the season's changing. Mm-hmm. You may have lost someone. Mm-hmm. It's the holidays. You're thinking that, oh, my God, the people is that I love, they yeah. passed away. And it hit you. It hit you hard from October to December. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. And so we're now, we're in our bloom. Mm-hmm. But just because we're blooming, that don't mean let go of your battle buddy. Because we got to fly in the spring. Oh, for sure. And we got to fly in the winter. Yeah. So as it relates to suppressing, I believe you ha- you can't do it by yourself. You got to have, you have to have somebody that you can say, say, Chandra, man, let me tell you what I did. I just killed somebody today. And you got, Chandra got to be able to say, all right, I'm going to help you out the body. Hmm. Not that I'm helping you commit the crime, right. but you got to be so transparent with me. Don't tell me your toe hurt and your toe is broken. Because I'm just going to tell you to put on the little shoe that looked like it's on the wrong foot rather than us going to the doctor so they can fix that bone and break it again. Be completely honest with me about where you are. And that's how I want to give the whole umbrella of thought tonight for mental health is where are you? Like mentally. That's good. Man, you know, you you? you say that and um, you... Because you talked about loyalty. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest problems that I think we have in our community Uh-oh. is the fact of the matter that you don't know who you can trust. Make it plain. Because people you can trust today, Make it you plain. can't trust them tomorrow. Make it plain. And Uh-oh. so it's hard to release any in information it. because you still getting over the daggers from the other person <laughs> that you thought was your right hand. <laughs> but let me tell you something. And this is what we ask God for everything but discernment. <laughs> I ask him for everything. Everything but never discernment. You need it for everything. Show me who Jamie is. Mm-hmm. Show me how far Jamie needs to go in my life. Show me what mm-hmm. boundary that I need to place for Jamie. Make sure, God, I don't let her go too far. Mm-hmm. Then don't let her get too close. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Show me. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to ask for because we're spiritual people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we need to, like, show me. Like, yeah. God, give me some discernment. Like, put something on the, yeah. something. Real. But I need to know. But also, don't make me suffer for something somebody else did because I'm here to help. I'm here to help you. And God is going to confirm to you that I'm here to help, that I'm not here to harm you. Like, that's not why I'm here. Mm-hmm. We always quote the Jeremiah that my uh, thoughts of good and yeah. not of evil. Yeah. And God knows the plan. But you have to cap that off. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm not here for that. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to do this. I'm not mm-hmm. here to do that. So don't punish me for that and make sure, again, same as I told Jamie, make sure that you're not building the the same wall to keep people out. That same wall is keeping people from coming in. There's some people out here that really love you, that really will go to war for you, Mm. that really will be loyal to to you, to your ministry, to your need, Mm. to you as a man. But you have to quit holding on to the people that's toxic. You know they ain't no good. I mean, listen, listen, I'm going to say this really, really quick because you touched. I mean, you said yeah, it was, I'm, it was I really want to run around. I know, me too. I really want to. Me too. I'm just so saying, my, we, I'm just, we play but, crazy. Um, here is, here, here, here I think we is do. a defining fact in um, withholding from somebody that really loves me versus I gave somebody all of me 
um, and they didn't deserve it and they misused it. It's because mm-hmm. we find ourselves in vulnerable times where we just need somebody. Yeah. So when somebody else came that should have been an assignment, I make them a friend. Hmm. But they were never friend worthy. And hmm. so they do what they were supposed to do because in an assignment, I was supposed to help them. I came to help, but not necessarily to put you this close. Mm-hmm. And so when they do what's in them, because they don't know how to be my friend, all of a sudden now it was a dagger to me and I can't trust somebody else. Uh, you said something. You said we ask for everything but discernment. The truth of the matter is I have got to know why Billy Bob, Billy Joe, <laughs> Sally Sue, and Susie Q is in my life. Mm-hmm. And I got to know what pockets that they all go in. Because if not, mm-hmm. I will give them a title that they can never live up to. Real. And because they cannot live up to the title, then I go back and say, see, I told you that don't work. Real. That's so layered. You know, it's so, it's, so it's, I can't it's tell layered. you. It's really, 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 really quickly. Listen, <laughs> this is really good conversation, good, and I don't want to stop it. But we have to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Do not leave us Facebook world. Listen, give your questions if you have your questions. This is a really good conversation tonight. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is good. Lord, I need to hear a word Speak to me Lord, let your voice be heard God, I need some direction How I long for your presence So speak to me
of this moment Let me hear your voice through the silence And speak to me Speak to me, Lord Speak to me Need you to speak Lord, we come tonight, we need you to speak to our hearts and we need you to speak to our souls and some of us need a rhema word. We need you to speak to our minds, God. We need direction. We don't know which way to go. Anybody need the Lord? Anybody need him? Say, speak to That was um, um, Ernest Pugh, Speak to Me. Um, Listen, we have had some very, very, very good conversation. Um, We were right at the point of talking about um, how we are in areas um, where where people are just coming off of a low and things are beginning Mm -hmm. to get high. Um, We were at a break and we were talking about something that I think is very important to talk about um, on this platform. We were talking about how it is super important to have um, your person that's able to calm Mm -hmm. your places um, and how important it is, listen, to even listen to your person because oftentimes I've found um, that we have a person in our life uh, but because we become so used to our traumatic state, you know, because we become used to functioning and functioning in our dysfunction that we just stay settled there. And I can try to pull you out, but because you're so used to being there, because watch, listen, it is going to hurt to stay and it's going to hurt to move. But because I become used to the pain of staying where I am and it hurts more to begin to move because as I move, I now got to work through the things that was bothering me that it's harder for you to move out because you you choose the pain of staying in because I'm, I know what that pain looked like and feel like I'm used to it 
Yeah, and I, so. I can't say too much because we got another show that we're going to do dealing with suicide and depression. Absolutely. Mm. Um, but, um, and I think it's relevant. You know, the church doesn't necessarily talk about it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. It's one of them taboo subjects yeah. that we don't really necessarily discuss. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I do know that a lot of people <clears throat> run in those directions mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's not necessarily discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you got to, it's important to know who your person is. Because when you get to that place, even your own kids can't pull you out. Yeah. Or the thought of leaving family don't pull you out. Mm-hmm. You know, but that, like you said, there is someone that is assigned uh, to your pain. Mm-hmm. Let me let me put it that way. There's someone that is assigned to your pain, and a lot of times we can't get the help that we need because we keep spewing out our pain upon people who was never intended to handle it. And so now we mm-hmm. learn to suppress it because we don't think anybody can handle it. Mm-hmm. Who are you smiling? <laughs> True. <laughs> I love that we're still on assignments. And here's the thing. Put your scuba diving equipment on. All right. We're going to go deep a little bit. But Uh-oh. listen. Let's go. We're talking about assignments that God send people in your life and you mess them up because you spew poison or you pulling a dagger out from the last person. The first thing is when it's a, an assignment, this is a person that's assigned to your life, meaning your complete well-being. They're speaking positive things to you. They're attending to your need. But because you're so immature in the spirit and you don't know who you are, sometimes you will get in the bed with your assignment. And the person who God has sent to speak life to you and compliment you to make you remember who you are, you're in the bed with them. And so we guilty, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking yeah. from out here. Guilty. There has been people, a person or, that God has sent to help me, to mature me, to discipline me. And you, we use them for something else. Mm-hmm. So now you're mad because you think that the person, I thought they had my back. I thought they was here for me. Well, they were. You use them for the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So now that you need them, you can't mm-hmm. hear what they're saying because your vision is clouded because you've been doing something else with them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's gambling with them, whether yeah. it's sexing with them, yeah. you misuse the assignment. Mm-hmm. That's on you. That's your fault. And so we have to make sure that we hold ourselves accountable Another thing that we're lacking in this time, loyalty and accountability. Mm -hmm. If I can't call, I call them coat checkers. If I can't check you and love you and we still go and eat some salad at Papa Do's with our tomatoes, extra croutons, extra bacon, (laughs) you're not my friend. No. I'm not your. the extra croutons (laughs) and extra bacon on there. Listen. Is that a healthy choice? (laughs) I'm sorry, Jamie, but that's what we're ordering. But if I can't go on and get you together right. mm-hmm. and you not be mad at me for holding you accountable, just wanting to you, wanting mm-hmm. you to be a better person, right. shame on you. Mm-hmm. You say you want more than what you're really saying. You don't want anybody don't to help know. you. You want a fan. You want somebody to say, go, Corey, go, mm-hmm. Corey. You don't want nobody mm-hmm. to be like, man, of God, you wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you go fix that. Like, girl, Ooh. that ain't cute. Don't yeah. do that. Like you can do that, but you need a group chat. Social okay. media is not your diary. Exactly. It's not that the electronic diary. But you don't have nobody to hold you accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got people that's liking and loving and sharing and co-signing. Hmm. But it ain't cute. It's not. From the man's perspective or Ooh. the woman's perspective. And God is trying to send your assignment, but you're acting wrong. Yeah. So they see you 
You missed your you missed blessing. It. You missed it. You've missed it. The very and thing you're asking the for. The very you've thing it. you've mm-hmm. missed it. And I'm talking about an assigned person. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about a relationship. Right. I'm just saying somebody that genuinely cares about who you are and who you are to become. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that person will be able to see further than you can. Oh, my gosh. And you'll be mad because they see the end. But they like to get to it. You got to moderately work out. You got to walk. You can't eat Lunchables. You know, Here's, here's going to be um, and frozen uh, pieces. I am so sad about the. Do you know how often I really go in and say I got so much work to do? Listen, I'm going to throw this. Jamie said in. no, so that's the end of that. Well, you get rid of your lunch because I get rid of my. I frozen don't even pieces. have. I don't have any. Well, I don't so, have any pieces right now, but it's a reason for that. You know, they, <laughs> they gone. I ate them. Yeah, I, I got it. I, I, I got my word. You can show it. I got it. I listen to Jamie. I got it. Me too. Um. Um, oftentimes people um, miss who are supposed to be in their time. And can I say this? There have been people in my life that I gave a friend. Because I'm like you. Who, who would be mm-hmm. transparent mm-hmm. and tell it is mm-hmm. that Nikisha. Mm-hmm. Some days Dr. Mm-hmm. J don't know what I'm going to say. But mm-hmm. today I'm going to be good. Um, He's talking about you. I have been given assignments and called them friend and then they did mm. what assignments do when you let them too close and don't help them out of their issue they throw daggers and they hurt um uh but 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 i'll say oftentimes uh, your assignment um there is a area that you have to try to puncture where you cannot help because people don't want to be honest about where they are. You know, they want you to be. We did this whole show uh, the other week. Uh, who who was Nikisha Webb or whatever? Listen, and I sat on this couch and I talked about a lot of stuff, but I could talk about a lot of stuff because I'm free hmm. and I could talk about a lot of stuff because that stuff don't have me and because it's stuff I've been through and because my heart is really to help people. Hmm. But we have so many people people that want you to believe um, that it's always roses and that it's always calla lilies Mm -hmm. and that flowers are growing Mm -hmm. and that they don't have anything calla lilies um, they don't have anything (laughs) that they're going through don't worry about it that's just don't (laughs) I was trying my best to be serious but listen we're we're serious don't worry stay in the moment Um, (laughs) that they don't have anything that they are going through yet you can see them and here is where you know and this has been a great uh, show for us to kind of go in and out because here we use Dr. J and Coach Nick, but at the end of the day, we are who we are in the mm-hmm. kingdom, right? And so you can see them and you can see, man, you are sinking and you are mm-hmm. sinking quickly. Like you are about to go through the carpet and hit the concrete. Yeah. And it nothing in them says, let me reach back out for help. And so to the person they're not strong that enough. is, they are not, not, they're not strong enough and mm-hmm. they, they've settled with some things that if I now become free, I got to get rid of what I settled with. Mm. And that's scary. I get it. Cause I once wasn't all I needed to be too. And if I'd have got free, I had to get rid of some stuff I settled with. Mm-hmm. Listen, and can I be honest? Cause I'm transparent. Listen, some of that stuff I settled with was good stuff. Hmm. It, it met a need. Never mind. We're not doing it. All I'm saying is, uh, <laughs> you. But if so, if I get strong enough to know that I can be free and I can be healthy and whole, then I have to then walk out of things that's good to me. Not even necessarily things I like. They just good for me right now where I am. And so, what do you say um, to the person that you can see them? They are spiraling quickly but they want you to believe everything is green 
So mm-hmm. I always say that everybody is a specialist in something. Mm-hmm. Whatever you've gone through, oh, you're yeah. a specialist in Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Now, whether you choose to help somebody oh, yeah. else, that's definitely on you. But you Absolutely. definitely are. Mm-hmm. The things that you've gone through, mm-hmm. those five things, those yeah. five traumatic things, sure. mm-hmm. you specialize in those things. Now, you need to make sure that you're using it to the benefit of the kingdom and help somebody else mm-hmm. mental health-wise, okay? Now, the other thing is, who we? Mm-hmm. So... You talked about that we thought that we'll sometimes be assigned to people and then they don't be who we expected them to be and so on and so forth. And they hurt us and it hurts that they left and so on and so forth. But sometimes we're the the people that who are the assigned, Mm -hmm. we out of order. You mad about something that the person did or did not do because you were out of order. God didn't tell you to do that. He didn't tell you to go that far. He mm-hmm. was very specific in the instructions and the directions that he told and gave you to help that person. He said, take their right hand, lift it up, put it back down. You wanted to hold both of the hands. That's not what he said right. do. And so you then are mad, but he didn't tell us to do that. Mm -hmm. So we have to be very strategic in our instructions that we receive from God because you will be mad Mm -hmm. that you feel like the person wasn't who they thought Mm -hmm. that who you thought they were. You know, Mm -hmm. now, if you have a person that you feel that they're sinking way low, everybody screams for help. Mm -hmm. Everybody screams for help. And now if y'all are in tune, people screaming on Facebook from the morning to Mm -hmm. the evening, Mm -hmm. it sounds like or it looks like this. I'm about to lose my mind. Mm -hmm. I can't take this no more. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm just throw it all in. Mm -hmm. Man, this is it for me. I just need to drink myself to sleep. They screaming for help. Mm -hmm. But we scrolling because that's not appealing to our flesh. So we don't pass by who we were supposed to help on social media. They scream all day from 6 a.m. until the time I fall asleep when the weather come on on Channel 4. They screaming for help. They're just not screaming the way we're used to. Mm -hmm. And so I feel that when you see that, it's your duty. Send that person a DM. Absolutely. Because if you wake up the next morning and you see that something has happened Mm -hmm. to the person, you know what you're going to say? I should have sent them a message. Mm -hmm. They're telling you I need some help. When they say, I'm about to lose it, bro, just forget this, forget all this, like life is, they're screaming for help. You got to stop scrolling, send them a DM, hey, just checking on you, I saw your post, that's not like you. That's my generic one every time. It's not offensive, you're not being nosy, you're not asking what's wrong. I'm just checking on you to make sure you're okay. Almost all the time, the person will then come back and come in and Mm -hmm. they'll begin to pour. Mm-hmm. Let that be a time, a tool mm-hmm. to help that person. Way before we get to ministry, just Absolutely. help somebody. Mm-hmm. Help them. They're screaming for help. Today I seen about six, and I sent them that same message. Hey, just checking on you. The post I saw, that's not you. If you need me, you know I'm here. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you leave it at that because I'm clear at that point. My right. conscience is clear. But I saw a person screaming for help, and I didn't ignore them. Mm-hmm. So that's how. Now, if you have a person in in person, face to face, and you know that they're sinking for I have to use myself, uh, my children, two, two out of three, two or three out of the four, they've experienced depression. Mm-hmm. And one of them I completely missed. <laughs> completely missed it. Mm-hmm. I missed it. Because I'm thinking he just showing out. He bad. Mm-hmm. He crazy. Yeah, just like his daddy. Boy, I'm so tired of this nigga. 
That, mm -hmm. That's what we say. Not knowing, baby, he's screaming for help. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have to be attentive and have your discernment high mm -hmm. so you can see and not miss what's going on. Because depression has a lot of faces in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very cunning. Oh, it knows yeah. how to fix up mm -hmm. for two hours, go to church, praise mm -hmm. break, cheer the preach on, mm -hmm. go home, undress, take the makeup off, get under the cover, yeah. pull it up to your ear, depressed the rest of the evening. Get back up, go to work, Do it again. talk to everybody else, back in the bed. It knows how to. But again, it goes right back to that discernment, and you just have to care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That you have to see the, and we can't save everybody, but the people that we can, right. let's help them. Reach and get them, whether mm -hmm. it's your spouse. My spouse has, is, has suffered with depression, grief. His mother passed, his mm -hmm. father passed, his aunt passed. Like, downhill. We think, women think silence is another woman. Right. Say, repeat that. You're right about you that. You think if your man yeah. ain't talking to you, yes. he... Oh, he 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 talking to somebody. No. You ain't talking to me, but you talking to no, somebody. He's no, he's mm, not talking not. to anybody. He's, he's depressed. He's depressed. Mm -hmm. No, sir. Absolutely. She's not talking to anybody else. She depressed. Absolutely. And us as women, we know how to be like. We're mm -hmm. hyper with our depression. Mm -hmm. We girl, what you doing? Girl, you want to go to brunch? Mm -hmm. Oh, we gonna get cute. Selfie. Depressed. Mm -hmm. A mess. So you have to make sure that you have your ears in the right place. Your mm -hmm. eyes and the, it's your five senses that you use for mental health. When I feel something is not right, I need mm -hmm. to reach mm -hmm. out. When I see something is not right, I need to reach out. If I touch my husband's hand and he don't grab me and mm -hmm. rub it and, oh, let me see your, oh, this, but I like something wrong. Mm -hmm. So use your five senses when it comes to mental health. Mm -hmm. So if the person is sinking below level, you're able to pull mm -hmm. them up. So let me ask you this, because we've talked about a whole lot of stuff, um, and we definitely want to hold on to mental health. But in regards to um, your healing journey, if you could give us three things or give our listening audience three things to say, man, on your way, this is what you got to remember. This is what you got to believe. This is what you got to know. Ooh, listen, three things that you definitely that you have to do and you have to know as you're healing mentally, as you're healing physically the person at the rehabilitation, okay, they are not church people, as we call them. Mm -hmm. But the first thing that they said when they gave me my treatment plan, forgive. I don't know who they was talking to, but I knew who he was talking to. Because I wanted to know, how did you have my business? <laughs> you way out here in Grand Prairie. I don't know, y'all. I'm just here so y'all can help me walk. Mm -hmm. But your treatment plan, the first thing in it, medically, the man said that you got to forgive mm. because even as I'm trying to help you heal, whatever it is that you haven't forgiven and whoever it is that you haven't forgiven, it's going to hinder you from progressing in what we're trying to rehabilitate you back to do. Mm. That was enough for me. I knew exactly what he was talking about because those, mm -hmm. there were some things from my childhood and people. It's like, if you see them, it's like, nah, I do. I don't, uh -uh, I don't fool with them, but you got to forgive them. You may not ever mm -hmm. fool with them again, right. but you got to forgive them here in your heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next thing is you have to believe that you're going to get better. Mm -hmm. 
If you don't believe you're going to get better, I can give you speeches and sermons and scriptures and songs and quotes and love language all day long. But if you don't believe you're going to get better, you're not going to get better. And that's with your mentality. I always tell people, get your mind right. Like, like we used to say in the streets, no, like for real, get your mind right. Like the way you think and get that right. Cause it's not right. So you got to forgive. Then you have to believe Forgive so you don't be hindered in your rehabilitation mm-hmm. mentally. Mm-hmm. Then you have to make sure that you believe. Believe that you're going to get better. And then if the situation does not get back to 100%, you're able to accept the progress that you've made. Mm. I may not be able to run. Like, I can't run. Mm-hmm. I, I, I won't say can't. I'm not able at the, at the moment. I can't run. Right. So I I had milestones. So I mm-hmm. went from Smart this little, yes. then I was able to walk. Then I was able to walk in my heels. Mm-hmm. But if I have on a flat, I kind of have a little drag. Mm-hmm. Then if I lift my leg, my equilibrium will be off. So I would shake. Like my whole body will shake if I lift my leg. I don't know why, but that's just a thorn he left me with. So go from that. Then it's now it's like I can walk. All I wanted was to walk. Then here you go complaining. I can't even run. <laughs> what do you want? You can't with your unhappy self. You just you can't can't please you. Like what? Okay, you can't run. So you have to lastly accept mm-hmm. that if it doesn't get to a hundred percent, I'm accepted that I've made the progress that I have because it still could be at stage one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank God that I don't still need somebody to bathe me because mm-hmm. that's what I had to have. But now I'm able to walk. I can walk fast, and then hopefully. I'll be able to run soon. Mm-hmm. So forgive, believe, mm-hmm. and accept. Man, listen, you know, I was um, in pastoring. I was like a lot of other preachers, and we was on that whole hater kick. You got got these haters and how to deal with haters. And ain't nowhere else. in the Bible. I don't, mm-hmm. Ain't no haters. And, no. Um, <laughs> no. I was um, one night... Um, my body turned freezing cold, mm-hmm. and I was shaking mm-hmm. uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the through the emergency uh, because I couldn't even I couldn't necessarily talk. My my jaw kept vibrating mm-hmm. everything in me, and I get there and uh, they get ready to, uh, to check me out, and I'm back in the emergency room, and then I start seeing all these nurses and stuff running into the room. And uh, I had uh, two on this side, I had two on this side, and I had two at the foot of the bed, and both of them were touching my legs. And uh, I didn't know what was going on, and I'm sitting up here like, what, what, what is going on? And the nurse said, every organ in your body is shutting down. Hmm. She said, that's why you're shaking, and that's why you're freezing. Because uh, I had sepsis. Hmm. Oh, and baby. so Who knows um, that is? It's me. Uh, my left leg, like right now, there's a patch on my leg that's kind of mm-hmm. dark mm-hmm. from the fever that mm-hmm. was in the leg. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lady was like, man, we got to get this these mm-hmm. antibiotics in you because mm-hmm. if not, you could code any minute. At right? any moment. Um, when I, I laid there, they gave me something and it put me to sleep. And um, I, I kept seeing these visions of my son's in church. Um, one was standing in the pulpit and the other one was directing the choir. And um, that was the message that kept going through was forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. When I came out of that whole situation, my entire message changed. 
And it went to a level of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That forgiveness and that's is something what else. God was showing me mm-hmm. that even in the model prayer, um, forgive our debt mm-hmm. yes. as we forgive. And so um, that portion of it, and I, I stopped dealing with haters. I stopped talking about toxic people. Mm-hmm. I stopped talking about all mm-hmm. this other stuff Nuh-uh. because that was never what God intended. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, uh, as you say, we cut people off, but sometimes we cut off our Judases. Mm-hmm. And I need you to mm-hmm. stay. And I need my Judas in order for me to get to my Calvary. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you know, a lot of times we, we label them as toxic, but they're not toxic people. No, they're not. They're here um, to help. Exactly. So um, I, I wanted to say that absolutely that level of forgiveness is a powerful piece. It is. Um, because not only does it move you mentally, but it also moves you spiritually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it works mm-hmm. on both sides. It does. Yeah, it does. And, and let me just say this real quick, I promise, that uh, as he spoke from the perspective of the man of God, that even as people in ministry and pastors and whatever you are ministry-wise, that you have to be careful with your mental health because you will bleed on the sheep. Mm-hmm. Like, that don't have, I don't want that on me. Like you got to be dumping that somewhere else, but not 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 on the sheep. Mm-hmm. And so when you're not stable mentally, mm-hmm. when you don't have someone to that you right. go ahead and pour that to before you get there, mm-hmm. but the high place is not for that. Like mm-hmm. right, don't don't bleed on me. Right. Yeah. Don't don't bleed on me. So yeah, but forgiveness, look, it'll it'll change your body, mind, soul, and mm-hmm. spirit. Will. Man, Definitely. this has been absolutely amazing. <laughs> it has. And uh, we are running out of time. Uh, so do me a favor at this point, Lady Jamie. Can you tell yes. us, can you tell the people where they can reach you at? Um, you can reach me on Instagram, um, the real Jamie Jordan. Um, or you can reach me on Facebook, Jamie Jordan. How do you spell your Jamie? J-A-M-I-E. <laughs> and Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N. Nothing fancy, just me. All right, and I am on all social media platforms as Shondrea Fincher, S-H-O-N-D-R-E-A Fincher, um, all across all social uh, media outlets, as well as my website. If you're trying to, most of the time, um, I'm giving away free services. That's just me until God says different, you know, but um, go to my website, ShondreaFincher.com. There you can get help with mental health, ministry, child mentoring, mm-hmm. fashion, pic- photography, just depends on what your need is, but we got you covered. But I want to thank you guys yes. so, so, thank so you, much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I hope thank somebody you. was helped. Yes. I yes. hope that if, if we yes. did have questions, we'll go and find them sure. and respond to them. But sure. thank you guys for yes. being this light for mm-hmm. mental health because mm-hmm. it's definitely needed. Mm-hmm. So Just thank y'all. overall. Thank, thank you. y'all so, thank so, so, so much. much. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, y'all know me, Dr. Corey Jackson uh, on Facebook, I think is. Corey Jackson 71 on Instagram. Um, you can find us on the um, Free to Be You. Um, you know, I'm I'm Akila in the B. How do you spell your Corey? <laughs> C O R E Y. All right. And what is Free to Be You? Free, the number two. Thank you. The letter B, the letter U um, podcast um, on Facebook. So. <laughs> Uh, please come hang out with us. Send us messages. We'd mm-hmm. love to hear feedback from you mm-hmm. and uh, see how you're doing. I am um, Nikisha Jackson on Facebook. Um, 
Spell your Nikisha. Child, <laughs> we got the school teacher. Definitely. Miss Scott was my teacher, the best. <laughs> Spell your Nikisha. I K I S H A, last name Jackson. Um, Nikisha Jackson on all platforms on um, Instagram. It's, I think, Golden Light. No, it's not Journey to Greatness, but mm-hmm. if you put in Nikisha Jackson, my It'll name come comes up. up. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he's uh, Dr. J has told you. About what you say? No. About our Free to Be You podcast page. Um, listen, if you have not taken the time to like it, go ahead and go like it. F-R-E-E, the number two, the letter B, the letter U podcast. Um, as we would hopefully like to come away from our um, personal pages mm-hmm. uh, for business matters, right? Uh, that's kind of the coach in me. Um, listen, you can also catch us because we're on the line on Sunday mornings um, at the Great Empowerment Central Church at 4440 Malcolm X Boulevard. <laughs> that girl By <laughs> Henderson's Chicken. Well, yeah, Henderson's Chicken is around the corner now, but, you know, come hang out with us at 9 o'clock, and then when we get a benediction, go ahead and go and grab yourself some <laughs> lunch. Um, uh, where Dr. J happens to be the pastor, and I happen to be able to work ministry alongside him. That's he amazing. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's it. Um, and so um, those are our outlets. Listen, those are where you can find us. If there is something that you would like to talk about that you would like to hear us talk about here on the show, send either one of us a private message or send a private message to the free to be you podcast page. Listen, this has been an amazing show. You guys thanked us. Let us thank thank both of you guys. It was an amazing, 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 amazing show. Shandria gave you a different hair tonight, right? You guys what? What? Very pretty. Right. What he do? No, no, no. I said you gave him a different outlook of you. Oh, okay. Because don't do it. We 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 made it. Two hours, we made it. Listen, we're getting ready to get out of here because Shandra is about to cut up. Um, And we will see you guys on Monday. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good night. Have a good one. Hey, this is Coach Nick. And this is Dr. J. Host of the Free to Be You show, broadcasting live each week on Mondays from 8 to 10 from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear coaching and counseling from many different areas of life. Listen, we laugh, we joke, we cry, but it's all for the sake of empowering the listener. So be sure to log on each week on Monday at 8 p.m. to catch the Free to Be You show. Jump in.